Welcome to Ghostly. Is Oakley Court haunted? Ghostly is a podcast that comes out every other week. In each episode, we take a ghost story or paranormal event and look into its complete history. Rebecca then gives us evidence proving that the story is real, and my job is to debate those pieces of evidence and get you, the listener, prepared to vote on if it's real or not. If you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. And uh, I'm Rebecca, and he's Pat. I am, yes. All day, every day. All the time. And we have a very special guest with us today. I'd like to welcome Mike Morrissey back to Ghostly. Uh, how have you been, man? What it is, yo. <laughs> Good. Happy to be here. Wait, that's how you want to start. What it is. <laughs> what it is and what it should be. Yeah. I'm happy to be here in lovely Geneva yeah. with you guys in person. Absolutely. So you uh, were on our uh, Waverly Hills episode, Yeah. which everybody really enjoyed that episode. Since that episode, I think I went back. So I've been there three times now. Wow. Three times, wow. Any uh, news stories or anything else? I, I mean, every, still as creepy every time? You know, every time I go there, I, it's, I usually see the same thing, and that's shadow people. But this time around, um, as soon as I walked in, I kind of I got real antsy, like I just wanted to get out as fast as possible. Mm. That's a two-hour tour. But then soon I was, soon I was uh, out of there, I wanted to go right back in. Wow. That's like Bachelor's Grove. Yeah. You know, there's those yeah. places that and, pull you in. And we went to Batcher's Grove with Morrissey, too. Yeah. That's so that right. Really yes, cool. we did. Yes, we did. All right. So you have a podcast, right? I sure do. So why don't you tell us about it? It's called The Last Three Rows of Horror. If you enjoy horror movies, then you'll probably get a kick out of us. Uh, me and my two co-hosts, Sal and Sam, uh, we talk about horror movies, old ones, new ones, uh, every obscure ones. Yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah. Every episode is a different theme and topic and we try to get like a three hour episode in each time. So if you're listening to like podcasts in the car, it's a couple car rides. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Well, I listened to, um, I listened to it and as a horror movie fan, I do appreciate it because it's difficult when like with horror movies, cause there's so many mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, I I literally watch a new horror movie every two weeks yeah. with some friends of mine. But still, listening to your show, I'm like, well, I haven't heard of that one. I haven't heard oh, of that yeah. one. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many. <laughs> it's, we're, we are a wealth of, like, useless knowledge of it's horror It's just movies. crazy. You we can go never have in enough. Depth. We yeah. do. Uh, I'm trying to think what we've done recently. Well, we have been promoting uh, my visit here on our show. But our Thank actually, you. our last episode, we did talk about uh, my personal ghost stories and experiences and we're going to start a whole new a series on the warrens and the conjuring universe oh, oh there's so many movies with that that's yeah. endless so that's, that's i think you know how i feel about the warrens right yeah yeah <laughs> i mean a lot of people feel the same way like they're kind of full of it but the uh, con artist they're, they're, especially ed the cases that they were involved in are really cool yeah, really cool and them, the movies are great i mean they also were part of a werewolf so well, I we mean, covered that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be All right. Good so uh, where can they find your podcast? So too? Uh, we're out there. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We have a page uh, and we encourage people to post funny stuff on the visitor posts on the Facebook page. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes and Spotify. So All last right. three rows of horror. Come check us out. Full warning. Sometimes we're not very PC. Yeah, it's not It's not exactly family friendly. <laughs> no, not say. really. And we have to be careful when we say horror, that yeah. we're saying horror. Horror. Yeah, horror. Not, yeah <laughs> not the other word. So uh, Today's episode is about a place that I didn't even know was real until a couple of months ago. I mean, I knew it best as 
Dr. Frankenfurter's castle in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. So I want to ask you guys, um, what was your first experience with Rocky Horror Picture Show? You want to go first, Rebecca? Uh, sure, I can go first. I, you know, for some reason, when I was growing up, I like I knew about it and it looked interesting, but it also I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, blah, 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 and I first, I don't know why. And then finally, one day, I don't know if it was on TV or I rented it or something. This was late high school. I finally watched it and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! I want to watch this a million times, and I did. Um, and unst I did. But you know, like it's just like the music was so catchy and so amazing, and I, I was like, why have I denied myself this? So like it was great. Yeah. Uh, for you, yeah. For me, for years I heard of it, and then finally, just I think I just rented it. And I'm not a musical guy, even though in my what I do for a living, I I work in theaters and I do musicals sometimes. But uh, I guess I enjoyed it. It is worth watching at least once. I like the Meatloaf song. Oh yeah, I'm a Meatloaf fan. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun to watch once. And I would I've never done it before, but I want to go to like say like Music Box or Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask. Do like the midnight movie yeah. and yell and throw things at the screen. And yeah, I want to do that at least once. Yeah, it's really cool. Have you ever done that, Rebecca? So. I was invited to do so in college, but at the same time, they told me about what they do to virgins when you go. And like, it was all this stuff about, yeah, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do that. They're going to throw this at you. And they made it sound so horrible and scary that I was like, they'll know, they'll know. And like, I, mm-hmm. I just refused to go and I regret it because like yeah. that would have been such a There's good time. There's still some places my- you can see. I it. know. But like when I was like 20, 18, whatever, like that would have been the time to go. Not that I wouldn't go now, yeah. but uh, but I do regret not going. You've gone though, Yeah, I so think, actually, right? let me tell you my experience, yeah. my first experience. Uh, so my dad was really into new technology and would get whatever device came out. Like we had a microwave before anyone else did. We had the VCR before anyone else did. Oh, yeah. And uh, he had a guy that he knew. And remember, I'm Southside, so it was a guy. You and knew. you went VHS, not beta. No, we didn't go beta. Okay, good. For we some reason, my, my dad had the oversight to know he that knew. beta was going to die out. Okay. So. Uh, even though beta was actually the better, I've heard uh, yeah. better technology. But anyways, uh, so we went VHS, and his friend had a video store uh, that just opened up, and they would rent out videos, but also... If you knew the guy, you could pay him a couple bucks and he would make you a copy of anything. Oh, yeah, we, exactly. we had those too. <laughs> and so um, so Rocky Horror Picture Show was banned in the United States for several years. Get out of here. I, I didn't yeah. know that either. And so we had a copy that had um, Chinese subtitles on the bottom. <laughs> oh. oh cool. Collector's um, item. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's gone now so (laughs) um but yeah so i watched it when i was like 12 years old and uh was really you know i thought it was really cool Uh, i really enjoyed it uh and then um i went to actually go to one of those live performances and um i was the virgin and um yeah they made me strip down to my underwear oh nice and they put shaving cream all over me and they yelled stuff at me, and See, it was now, great. It was that, wonderful. That's an experience you would never forget. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I don't like I said, forget I, I'm it. like I'm sad. You know what I mean? Are you it's a little like, traumatized. Or are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm actually better for it. There you go. <laughs> so, Did you dress up? No, I didn't. I didn't. Ah, that's how they knew. I had seen it probably more times than any of them had because we had it on VHS. So I watched it a lot, <laughs> but um, no, I didn't have any like means to do anything like that. Yeah. 
Okay, one more question for you guys before we get into this. Uh, who do you, like out of all the people in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, who do you think you relate the most with? Ooh. Meatloaf. Meatloaf? Yeah, yeah. Meatloaf? I, I, yeah I, I that, see that. that actually makes, yeah. That's so that's what, Whatever happened to the Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, okay, so this is interesting. Like if I were to go, I would totally dress up as magenta. Like that would be my thing. That's my vibe. But I definitely probably connect with Janet. <laughs> you know, for I, me, for me, I'm riffraff. I would definitely say, yeah, awesome. I've met uh, um, maybe two or three of the cast members at conventions. Oh, cool! Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, is Patricia Queen one of them? Yes, she plays magenta. Okay, so yeah, go. she was at a flashback weekend once. Nice, nice, yeah, that's awesome. So something made me want to look into it, and um, it turns out. That it's really a place. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Frankenfurter's castle is real. Uh, it's called Oakley Court, and it's been in almost 200 other movies. Wow. Uh, mostly horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple science fiction movies. I don't know where I'd classify Rocky Horror Picture Show in that. Like a, Yeah, definitely like a like a, a spoof. Comedy. A comedy. Musical. musical. Yeah. yeah. But also a little sci-fi, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they were alien. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. Uh, and, <laughs> and some horror, Bride of Frankenstein and stuff. Yeah. I, ever, Bride, of, Bride of Dracula. Have you ever oh, seen yes. the sequel to Rocky Horror? He yes, has. I have. It's not shock, good. shock treatment. Shock treatment. It's not yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's written um, by the same guy, interestingly. Yeah. But Oakley Court does have a haunted history. So what a perfect episode for Ghostly. Mm -hmm. So uh, since it has been in so many horror movies, I thought I would call in Morrissey. Out of all the people that I know, nobody has has seen more obscure horror films. Oh, jeez, you. you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, have a couple, we have a little bit of business to do we before do. we get into it, though. So, um, shout-outs. There are two ways to get a shout-out on Ghostly. The first way is to give us a review on Apple Podcast. We always prefer those five-star reviews, but we'll read any and all reviews that we receive. And the second way is to become a member on Patreon. Just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on Patreon in the menu bar. And we have a few different tiers to choose from, going from $1 to $10 for personal ones. Yeah, and uh, you know what? For even just $5, you can get extra Ghostly, Ghostly X episodes every month. Absolutely. So do you want to read our one review? Yeah, we got a review from uh, Melanie in Oregon. Uh, She gave us five stars, and it says, it's a fun podcast that I always look forward to. Uh, I've been listening to Ghostly Podcasts since day one and haven't missed a single episode. Like a fine wine, it only gets better (laughs) as it ages. Like Rebecca, I am hashtag team believer. Mm. However, I appreciate how open how she is open to Pat's skeptic view and isn't quick to believe every single thing. Although I feel like Pat's skeptic logic is sometimes flawed and often makes me roll my eyes at his theories, he mm. does listen with an open mind and doesn't mock or make fun of those of us who believe. It's an entertaining and fun podcast that makes you think, and the hashtag Pat Facts give you an interesting history lesson. Makes me wish I had paid more attention in my high school history classes. You guys are great, or doing great. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Melanie. Good thank, review. Yeah, thank you so much, Melanie. And I I love that my skeptic lo- logic is flawed, but yet believing in uh, ghosts and paranormal is not flawed at all. It's no, not, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I've got some listener mail for us, uh, and this one is from Nicole. Um, I wrote some time ago about staying at a beach house in Newport, Rhode Island, and being woken up from a nap by garbled yelling in my ear. 
Here is another story from our time there. This trip was a reunion of aunts and cousins and our babies. We own around, well, my own was around 18 months. He slept in a travel crib that fit into a cutout near the door, but not close enough that he could open it. The home we stayed in was carpeted throughout, except, of course, the bathrooms in the kitchen. One night, my mother and I had woken up and decided a bowl of cereal was needed. My cousin and aunt were across the hall, and I stopped and whispered, asking if she was awake and wanted to join us for a snack. Not getting an answer, we went to the living room, where another cousin was still up and sitting on the couch. We all chatted softly for maybe 30 minutes and then headed back to bed. As we got into the room, we, of course, shut the door behind us. This was always done as to not wake up my son when the rest of the house woke up. There was one bed, which my mom and I shared. This put me closer to the door and my son. I'm laying there when suddenly my mom starts touching my feet with hers several times. I ask her what she's doing and she says, something just touched my foot. I sort of played it off and tell her, that's your foot touching mine. She tells me that she felt something grab her foot as if a hand covered her toes. I thought it was weird, but didn't think much of it. Almost immediately, I began to hear the doorknob click and turn and slowly open. For a moment, I think it's my cousin taking me up on the cereal offer when I realize no one is standing there, just a black doorway. I did what any person in that situation would have done. I pulled the covers over my head because I didn't want to see what might be there. I also told my mom I wasn't closing the door. No mama bear moment here. (laughs) I tried to think maybe my cousin pulled a prank, but we're not into pranks. I never heard the floor creak either with footsteps coming or going. I honestly don't think it was either of my cousins and I have no idea what it could have been. Thanks for letting me share you share this with you. Uh, thanks, Nicole. We really appreciate it. That That's would be story. terrifying. Is, yeah. <laughs> By the way, you have a good voice for narration. Oh, yeah. thank you. I, you know what? I And you have an, a very good podcast voice. I meant to tell you that hey, earlier hey, when hey. I started listening. I don't know what's going on with him over there, but I remember listening and being like, oh my gosh, Morrissey's got a really great podcast voice. All right, so if you want to get your story out, you can send us uh, an email at info at ghostlypodcast.com or you can use the contact us form on ghostlypodcast.com or one of our favorite ways is to just send us an actual mail. Um, We like that. Yeah, we do, definitely. You can send it to P.O. Box number 264 in Geneva, Illinois, 60134. You're not going to remember any of that. It's in the footer of the webpage. Go to ghostlypodcast.com and just look in the footer. When in doubt. When in doubt, go to Ghostly Podcast. Go to ghostlypodcast.com. You want to vote in the polls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. We got to do polls. It's poll time, everybody. Vote now. Vote now. No, don't Don't even have to listen to the episode. You know you're going to vote that it's haunted. All right. There's more. (laughs) In our last episode, we talked about Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop Bar. Have you ever been there? Uh, New Orleans. Um, no, I've never been to New Orleans. That is oh, a road trip go. that I want to go do. 16 I, hours from here. All the voodoo shops I want to check out, the swamp yeah. tours, the cemetery tours. Yeah. You know, I met I met Peter Steele on a Get um, here. on a on a swamp tour. Oh, badass. It was just me and my group and him and his girlfriend wife, whatever she was, I don't remember. Was he cool or was he a jerk? He was really cool, but his girlfriend wife did not like me at all. <laughs> Probably because I kept calling her his girlfriend wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was there so, when I was 12. So I feel yeah. like I didn't get the full like, yeah. experience of New Orleans. So let's just skip the polls then. Think, no, we have to do the polls. I think I, I would want to do Bourbon Street maybe just once to say yeah. I've done it. Yes. But yeah. uh, I heard the French Quarter's 
Beautiful. And yeah. If you it's, want like re- the real Cajun food, I hear it. You got to go to Shreveport. Yeah. That's yeah. like the real, oh, that's yeah. like the real Cajun country that. there. I could see that. That Yeah. Um, so we'll just skip the polls. No, no, we're not skipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know because you, we have a you've guest recruited now. Morrissey here to distract us. <laughs> but no, do we're doing the no, polls. Don't, don't do the polls. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I don't actually know if I believe these polls. I'm going to be honest. What? So it says yes, 47.4%, <gasps> and no, 52.6%. Whoa. I won? Again. At Lafitte? At Lafitte, which wow. I don't know. I saw. I've see, I see the votes as they come in. I feel like there were more yes votes no, than that. No, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, and the overall rating, people can now vote on how haunted they think it is. And you can vote just by going to ghostlypodcast.com, clicking on polls. It's that easy. Uh, one being not haunted at all, 10 being the most haunted place ever. It got a 4.42. That's actually pretty high. Hmm. It's pretty good for uh, for one that they say is not haunted. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Sometimes we'll get like people that say 10, but they vote no. I don't Yeah, I don't know if I follow that. But anyways, so that's yeah. good. Um, all right, we got... Well, actually, this is, I think, going to be a nice little introduction to our episode today. We've got a ghost story. Oh, okay. let's hear it. <laughs> What a crazy weekend. We spent it at Oakley Court Hotel. Never heard of it? (laughs) Well, actually, you have. It's where they filmed Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course, it's been remodeled since then, but there are some original areas you can stay in. So, of course, we did. Oh, Rocky. It was so cool just being there. They had a real English afternoon tea, and the grounds are just beautiful to walk around. But the real interesting things happened at night. First, a maid came in to give us some extra pillows and told us to, quote, be careful. Um, what? I asked her what? Uh, and she said none of the staff like working upstairs at night, and they especially hate working in the very room we were staying in. Because it has a super creepy feeling, she said, and people always report weird things happening there. She wouldn't elaborate on what those weird things were, just said to watch ourselves. My partner and I thought this was odd, but also kind of hilarious. We started making up stories of Dr. Frankenfurter sneaking in to seduce one or both of us, or riffraff and magenta showing up to do the time war while we were sleeping. Anyway, we had no fears going to bed. It was just cool to think about being in the same place they filmed one of our favorite movies. About an hour after, we both fell asleep and heard a knock on the door to our room. It woke me up right away. At first, I thought, I must be dreaming. But then it happened again, a little louder and a little more urgent. In my brain fog of waking up, I first thought, it's kids. But then it was so urgent that I kind of panicked and thought maybe there was like a fire or some emergency. So I jumped out of bed and rushed to the door, which of course woke up my very confused partner. I ran to the door and looked through the peephole. I guess I still wasn't super dumb at that moment. Nothing. I saw nothing. So I opened the door. Okay, maybe I was a little dumb. And there was nothing. No one was in front of the door. No one to the right or left anywhere in the hallway. There had been knocking up until I had made it to the door. So it made no sense. My partner was obviously confused at this point. I tried to explain, but they just told me I was hearing things in my sleep. I decided that must be true. 
though I was still freaked out, and I laid back down, tried to go to sleep. It took a while, but I did, only to be reawoken by knocking again. This time, I woke up my partner. I asked, did you hear it? Am I crazy? They said, yeah, I hear it. I'm sure it's kids, but it kept going. Tap, tap, tap. So I told my partner to get up and go see what it was. I say what? Because I was thoroughly freaked out by this time, and I was not sure it was a person. My partner did the same as I had done. Look through the peephole and then open the door and look. Nothing. Needless to say, we could not go back to sleep. I think maybe we drifted off for a few hours once the sun started coming up, but that's it. We made it downstairs for breakfast. We just had to tell the staff. None of them were at all surprised. Yep, they said. That's common. It doesn't always happen, but it does at least once a month. They even said that some people have reported seeing an actual ghost in the room. So... I guess I'm glad we just got the knocking. It was an unexpected weekend for sure. But now that we're on the other side of it and nothing bad happened, it's kind of fun to think about such a crazy night. Maybe the ghost of Frankenfurter does live there. How about that? Wow. Cool. So how much of that was made up, Rebecca? Well, I mean, it's obviously uh, like the, it's based on uh, there is a room in this hotel that people have these kinds of experiences. So, you know, every castle in the UK and Ireland too probably has a ghost story, but this one sounds like it has many. <laughs> it has so many. I it's uh, difficult to fit this and, all in. And getting if you think about it, getting back to Rocky Horror, like uh Tim Curry's character was way ahead of his time, the whole, you know, the tra- whole movie. Thing. Oh, watching the movie, um I say rewatched it for the show. It felt very modern. Um, in the casting and the way people were dressed, it felt very much like, oh, I'm watching a bunch of Gen Z, yeah, you know, kids like uh, at a party, modern, modern era, yeah, just you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I had thought originally that it was just the exterior shots that were filmed at o- Oakley Court, but after rewatching it again, I think most of it was filmed there. I think there's a lot, yeah. I think yeah. some of like the maybe like the laboratory scenes and the stuff of the pool or something like that were maybe somewhere else, but. A lot of it was was in there. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll get to the Pat Facts. Pat Facts. Hey, listeners. Did you know there's a way to share with the world, whether you're hashtag team believer or hashtag team skeptic? Or for those who need it, hashtag Team the Middle. It's our store called Ghostly Gear. Yep. And we even have custom ghostly designs like Microclimate or even the Easter Island Massacre or of the Ghostly logo. Just visit our Ghostly Gear store right on ghostlypodcast.com to order your t shirt, hoodie, mug, mask. Whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we got it. Um, they just need to visit ghostlypodcast.com and click on Ghostly Gear to order right on the website and send us any ideas that you have for new merch. Exactly. Order your merch today and send us a pic of you in your ghostly gear.
right. You guys ready for some pet facts? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So um, it's got a very interesting history, very much um, it, it keeps going back and forth with the history. All right. So it started with Sir Richard Hall Say. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Halsey? Hall Say. Hall Say. There's a dash in there. Hall Say. Hall yeah. Say. I'm going to get into the dash okay. in a little bit. Um, he, he had Oak Oakley Court built in 1859. It was two years after his marriage to Ellen Evans of Bavany Court. Uh, Ellen was the only child of Edward Evans of Bavany Court in Windsor. Oakley Court is a Victorian Gothic country house, so it's not actually a castle. Although we would say it's a castle, I sure think. It, looks, it like looks like a castle. It does look like a castle, but, but it's, it's a, a country it's, house. It's an estate. Yeah, it's set in 35 acres of land that overlooks the River Thames at Water Oakley in the civil parish of Bray in the English county of Berkshire. <laughs> Sir Richard was born Richard Hall, uh, maybe related to Daryl Hall, I don't know, in 1827. His father was Richard Hall, who was a merchant, but it was his mother that gave him his wealth. Harriet Say was the daughter and co-heir of Robert Say, who owned Pennington Hall near Manchester. Sir Richard took on the name Hall Say after his great uncle, Reverend Henry Say, died and had no heirs. He's like, listen, if you're going to give me the money, yeah, I'll, I'll take hyphenate, the name. I'll put the name on. No problem. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds more proper British gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you got Hall three say. names, that means like you're, you're higher class. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a lot of three names in this one. Uh, Sir Richard and Ellen had six children, two boys and four girls. Their eldest daughter... Mary Violet Hall say <laughs> married the Reverend Arthur Henry Austin. See, three names. No, no, not even. Author, uh, excuse me, Reverend Arthur Henry Austin Lay, who was the great nephew of Jane Austen. That's so oh, cool. I know you love Jane Austen. No, so. you have no idea. I did not realize there was a connection to Jane Austen. This has yeah. now gone up on the list of amazing places <laughs> that I need to visit. Well, unfortunately, though, Rebecca, they sold Oak Oakley Court in 1874 to Lord Otho Fitzgerald. Okay. Lord Otho Fitzgerald lived in Oakley Court from 1874 until his death in 1882. So Lord Otho was born in 1827 and was the third son of the Duke of Leinster. He served in the Royal Horse Guards. He was also elected a member of Parliament and was appointed to several positions in the Queen's household. Okay. Lord Otho was an amateur photographer, and several of his photographs are in the Royal Collection. He was also a musical composer and wrote a piece called The Spirits of the Ball. The Spirit Ooh. of the Ball. Interesting. Lord Otho married Ursula. Okay, how many connections can we have? Just oh, there's so much more. Love this. Just wait. <laughs> Who was a widow of the first Baron Landisborough. And was the daughter of Vice Admiral Charles Orlando Bridgman. And they had two children. Vice Admiral Charles Orlando Bridgman. Yeah. These names. I know, right? Londonsboro. Very, very, very English very names. Very regal. Yes. Yeah. So Lord Otho and Ursula entertained a lot in Oakley Court. Some notable guests at Oakley Court during this time were Napoleon and Lily Langtree. Wow. Yeah, okay. Napoleon was there. Notable, yeah. I guess, is a word. I mean, notorious, maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. 
When Otho died in 1882, his wife did not make it very long after him. She died a year later. Okay. So Oakley Court was rented out for the next 10 years, and in 1894, John Lewis Phipps bought the house. John Phipps was someone that came from wealth. His grandfather was a coffee merchant. You like coffee? I do. I like coffee. You like coffee? No, not a coffee guy. My wife what? loves it, though. Get out of here. I like uh Ice coffee sometimes. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Cold brew. <laughs> Cold and brew. he was also a member of parliament. In 1889, John Phipps' father passed away and John inherited the entire family fortune. He bought Oakley Court at the age of 22. Wow. So he was a youngin when he got in there. Pretty nice. I bet there was a lot of parties. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a big house, so. But John married Mary Jane Davis and they had one son, John Nigel Phipps. That is a very English name, too. Very. Anytime Nigel is right. in the name. John Nigel Phipps. Yeah. He was born in 1893. They sold Oak Oakley Court to Sir William Avery in 1908. Sir William Avery, baronet, was a member of a dynasty of steelyard and scale makers. He died in 1908, which meant the house would go back on the rental market and eventually was sold in 1916 to Ernest Oliver. Wow, people didn't last very long at this place, it feels no. like. Oh, no. Well, back then, it's like if you got like a, a cut on your foot, you'd die of typhoid or something. True. <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. In August of 1949, Oakley Corp became home to the British film production company Hammer Films. Oh, yeah. Hammer shot five films there, including The Man in Black and The Lady Craved Excitement, before moving to the adjacent Down Place what subsequently became Bray Studios the following year. While the bulk of Hammer's best-known horror movies were filmed at Bray in the late 50s and early 60s, the studio continued to make occasional use of Oakley Court as an exterior location, for example, in The Brides of Dracula. Not just The Bride, The Brides okay. of Dracula. So, um, Mike... What can you tell us about Hammer Films? Have you watched some of these old films? I've seen a couple of them. Um, to some people, they might seem like really dated, a little boring, and kind of like a slow burn. But some are just like hardcore violence, a lot of blood. The really? Old, the old ones. Oh, yeah. The old ones with like Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, mm -hmm. especially when Christopher Lee played mm. the, the vampire. Those are awesome. Uh, they're, they're fun to watch. And, you know, if you can get past the British accents... I'm just saying, like, these, these movies, you know, <laughs> from the 60s and 70s, some of them are classic and hold up, and then some are just kind of like, yeah, I kind of forgot about this one. But, uh, yeah, Hammer, some great vampire films. Yeah, and they were doing horror films before anybody was, really. In, in England, like, as far as, like, like, an English production film company, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I know that they have a um, really crazy history, too, that they um, – in the 1980s, they pretty much stopped doing anything at all. And then um, they sold a couple of times and each person said, we're going to keep making films. And then they would sell again. And they never made films until recently. Maybe like 10, 12 years ago, yeah. Hammer came back. Well, I think their first one was in 2017, though. Okay. Um, I know they re-released some stuff, but they uh, they actually made new films new stuff recently. Oh. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so in 1962, they did the movie The Reptile at, at Oakley Court. Uh, 1966, um, The Plague of the Zombies. 1966 also, 
Other films shot there over the years include the William Castle horror comedy, The Old Dark House. Nice. William Castle was a great filmmaker. Yeah? Did you ever hear The Tingler? No. Is, uh, so he, is that like The Tickler? No, no, no. The Tingler. Oh, The Tingler. Okay. This guy, he was a filmmaker, but he would take his show on the road, show his movies, mm. and in theaters he would uh, install like something on seats so when The Tingler would show up on screen, he'd oh. hit a button and this thing would make the seat vibrate and then you would jump. Oh, that's awesome. That's I would love awesome. that. They made a movie a, a, kind of like about him with John Goodman. I think it was called Matinee. Mm. It was a Joe Dante film. Okay. It's, it's kind of hard to find, but that one came out in the 90s. And it's kind of like the autobiographical story of uh, William Castle. Nice. Oh. Nice. In 1963, uh, Witchcraft was another one. Okay. 1964, and now The Screaming Starts. Nice. I like that. That's an awesome title. 73, the cult independent horror film, Vampires. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. Oh, you've seen that one? Okay. Mm -hmm. That was done at Oakley Court as well. I did read that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 74, the mystery farce, Murder by Death. Oh, that's one of the best movies ever. I think I've seen that one. I have seen that one so many times. Mike, my brother, sorry, another Mike, Uh my brother, Loves that movie and uh, my sister in law. So though. if you go up there, yeah. you're gonna watch it. Murder by death. It's fantastic. I mean, how else are you gonna get murdered? It's just funny. It's yeah. a funny. It's like movie. that Motorhead song, "Killed by Death." Oh, I never heard that one. <laughs> and there's there's a band called Murder by Death. They're like indie rock. Oh, really? Yeah, they're great. Oh, I gotta check them out. Seventy uh, six, uh, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore comedy on uh, the Hound of the. Baskervilles. 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 It's uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, 78, uh, Freddie Francis was inspired by Oakley Court's exteriors and long wished to set a film there. His Mumsy, Nanny, Sonny, and Girly, <laughs> 1970, was written specifically to take advantage of the unique landscape and architect there. Okay. Uh, it was also used... For location for Dr. Frankenfurter's castle called the Frankenstein Place in the Rocky Horror Picture Show 1975. There you go. So during filming, actress Susan Sarandon, who played Janet Weiss, came down with pneumonia because neither Oakley Court or Bray Studios had heating or bathrooms. Because at the time, Oakley Court was in a horrible condition. Yeah, I think that I was thinking about it. I think I read it was during there's like a scene at the end where they're in a pool. So they yeah. all get wet, and they all kind of have to stay wet while they're filming. Like and you all can that see part. it on her face yeah, too. Yeah, she does not look when, okay. Like when they show up, at, they're in the rain. Yeah. Well, oh, there is no. that, but I was actually thinking at the very end they oh. do kind of like an RKO callback where they're like in a pool, like you know those back in the day with the, the synchronized old swimming, synchronized swimming mm-hmm. stuff they would do, and so it was like a callback to that. Uh-huh. And they were um, all wearing the same lingerie yeah. and stuff. So yeah. even even Doctor Scott. With yeah. his legs. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, so, yeah. So, she she got pneumonia because of the conditions there. Mm. But they must have turned it around because in 1995, it was featured as the Langston Grange Hotel in the British television series Pie in the Sky, starring Richard Griffiths. Uh, today, Oakley Court is a luxurious hotel. Ooh. Uh, TripAdvisor gives it four out of five stars with over 3,000 reviews, Rebecca. Okay. Uh, do you want to read us the description of the hotel? Sure. This is from Trip, Trip, Trip Advisor. Advisor. Yeah. Okay. Trip Advisor is going to make another appearance later, everybody. Mm-hmm. Oakley Court is a quintessential country house, but that's not it. There's more, a lot more. 
If we said to you a location that's been the setting of many films with 118 bedrooms, its own polo team, and Her Majesty the Queen as a visitor, would you believe us? Luckily, finding out is easy. Our beautiful location is only a short drive away from London and Heathrow Airport. Whether you're coming for business or pleasure, our rural beauty on the River Thames makes us a real getaway location for those wanting to escape the hectic routine of the city or just life in general. Our unique history has, over time, helped to form an exciting character that's distinguished but unspoiled, charming and vibrant. Just kick back and relax. Let us pour you a glass of champagne or two. This is your time now. There's no routine here. Cozy, comfortable, and luxurious. That's all the important bits you need to know for now. Come and stay, be wined and dined on a set that's created by us and narrated by you to produce an experience that is entirely unique and is yours alone. Yeah, sounds lovely. Yeah, they do a good job describing it. How could it be haunted if it's so luxurious? I don't know, but it is. But it is. (laughs) Listen, I just wanted to go back really quick because you had said that Hammer Studios had kind of like come back. So I just wanted to look it up if I knew any of the movies. Um, so something there was let me in in 2010 and I'm mm. not, I don't know if it, remake. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, the resident 2011, mm-hmm. this one, I know the woman in black. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, we might be reading that book for book club. I'm thinking about it. Um, the quiet ones. Yeah. 2014 and the lodge in 2019. Yeah. Lodge was good. Yeah. So, mm. you know, I, I might've seen the lodge. I don't remember. I probably have. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, Woman I've seen in Black so many... is like one of the oldest British ghost stories. Oh, yeah. That's been around. It's, it's oh. been a play for years. Mm-hmm. I got to check it out. There's been a couple film adaptations of it. The one that they did was uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Harry Potter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, does anybody have anything to add to the history before? Well, we I will talk debate? about it as a haunted place, but we can wait till yeah. we get to the next part. But I, I'll just say, I mean, the movie filming was is very interesting the whole story of rocky horror picture show is is pretty cool um but they i did hear that they used um hammer old hammer props that were like left there actually they weren't even old too much at that point i mean they had maybe 10 years old something like that but they used those as like set dressing and some of the things that they did in the films yeah so that was pretty cool i would love to stay there i don't know about you guys I would oh, yeah. love to stay there. Yeah. Any old like English B&B. Well, no, you said it's a luxurious hotel now. But still kind of yeah. has that feel, I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, and I guess if you ask for one of the like um, kind of like more VIP suites or whatever, those are more of like the old part where they did the filming. Oh, of course of I would ask for the VIP suite. Right? I mean. I mean, why wouldn't I? That's what you want. <laughs> I mean, I, my, my wife is not into haunted stuff at all. So if I went there. Just I'd probably be going by myself, but I would. I'd be don't the one. Tell her. Oh, see that backfired. That backfired on me once. We stayed at the Fister <laughs> in Milwaukee. Oh yeah, I've stayed there. And then after the fact, she, was, she found out it was haunted. She was mad at me. Oh okay. no! Oh. <laughs> no, but if I was in England, I'd probably go out of my way to like ask the front desk clerk, be like, "Which is the most haunted room? Put me in there." Exactly <laughs> right. You want to be a part of it? Yeah. All right. So we're going to take another break, and when we return, we will get to the debate. We are excited to announce a new way you can support Ghostly. Joining us on Patreon. 
There are many reasons to become a patron. Not only are you helping Ghostly cover its own cost, but you can get Ghostly episodes early. You can get up to 25% off Ghostly gear. Get a shout out on the next episode. You can get a priority request for a new episode. Get more Rebecca's creepy bedtime stories. And the biggest news, you can get exclusive content with our new show called Ghostly X for the weeks that Ghostly does not have a new episode. As well as many more cool rewards that we can't wait to share with our patrons. So please, help us become the podcast that we've always wanted to be. You can sign up by going to ghostlypodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon link on the menu bar. So we are back and ready to debate this story. And uh, I'm actually going to start um, by describing the house as a haunted place. So we've we heard Pat's history, right, which is definitely you know, the, the important stuff as far as like who owned it and what it was used for, all yeah, of that. That's the important stuff. It is. But there are some things that have happened there that are why people believe it's haunted. Mm. And so I want to make sure that we kind of talk about that and kind of give it a little bit of a scene and then we'll get into the evidence. But I don't want to talk about that. Well, I'm too bad. Okay. okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> so these aren't necessarily specific sightings, but again, just kind of like helpful thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so slashfilm.com um, talks about it. So uh, it says during the late 1960s, parts of the Oakley court were converted into apartment flats with many residents describing the castle as not just haunted, but, quote, evil. Mm. Reports of unexplained sounds, ghostly figures, ding, ding, ding. ding. Uh, an overwhelming sense, in white. <laughs> overwhelming sense of dread and inexplicable streaks of bad luck struck the residents, with many dying. In 1971, a man drowned in the uh, Thames after falling from a recreational boat, his body washing up near the house. Uh, the following year, a 26-year-old mother named Penelope, okay, Gallernot, uh, moved, and just, that's my best guess, it's that, uh, moved into the converted servants' quarters with her husband and four children. After a few years, two of the children died in horrible accidents within a few months of each other. Um, the Rocky Horror Picture Film, oh, sorry, Picture Show was actually filmed shortly after they moved out. Um, but it was weird. It's like nothing necessarily supernatural with those deaths, right? Like the one child was left in a bathtub and drowned and the other, I don't know, something, something outside that happened. But like, yeah, they all just seem unfortunate, unfortunate, but like, it was just kind of like, there's like a series of deaths and sad Mm -hmm. things that, that happened there. Um, so I, I know that happens, but it just seems so impossible to me. Like, how do you drown in a bathtub? I know. I was it like happens. a little kid. And it's I just mean, like in a minute too. If if parents are not watching and I mean, it they can got happen. Little, little kids. Yeah, they're I mean like they can't. Eighteen be, months, something like that. You could drown in like I forget how much. It's like a like a 
couple like inches. Like a teaspoon of water. Well, no. <laughs> a teaspoon. <laughs> Maybe a tablespoon. A ladle. Mm-hmm. We'll say a ladle. A ladle of, yeah. Um, so uh, Mrs. Uh, Galdernot told reporters, the house has an aura of evil, and I could never go back there. Horror films being made there might seem like a joke. I'm sure evil has rubbed off on the place or something awful has been invoked. Um, The Reverend Sebastian Jones, curate of St. Michael's Church in Bray, added, Oakley Court is definitely spooky and I would not want to stay there myself. Evil can generate evil and the grounds would be an ideal place to practice black magic. Cool. So... The Turn up the venom. Let's go. Yeah, right. So uh, mm. a senior policeman said at the same time with all of the, the things, the deaths and stuff, there have been some strange happenings at the house, which have never been fully explained. We made regular patrols after complaints about witchcraft being practiced and things seem to have quieted down. So basically, there were like reports of like people in hoods. Oh. Um, the family also had their cat killed and like left at their doorstep before this was before the kids died um and like again i don't think any of that is necessarily paranormal like just that like yeah it, this is the 60s like 70s probably like There's a 70s probably still a big witch hunt going There's, on in england back then i well i mean i'm guessing a lot of drugs in, in england back then too i'm just thinking you know like that people people doing some black magic doing some stuff yeah. you know i mean i don't know but okay Anyways, so that's kind of the scene, right? And so this is, then we're going to, now we're going to talk about some of the paranormal things that have happened. Okay. And it's kind of maybe as a result of all these negative bad things that happened. Okay. So first piece of evidence. After the castle was converted again, right, from like being a movie place or whatever (laughs) um, into a hotel, um, in the late 1970s, contractors immediately began noticing strange happenings on the site. According to one contractor's report, quote, from the day we started on the site, we were plagued by inexplicable events. It was as though we were not welcome in the house and everything happened to delay the work or drive us away. Workers reportedly fled the castle when a set of internal double doors flew open on their own and the glass in surrounding them spontaneously shattered as if someone threw an invisible baseball through it. Cool. Okay. Wow. So, Mike, what do you think? Well, you know me, I, I go by the theory, seeing is believing. You got to see it for yourself in front of your own face and in your own eyes to call yourself a true believer. But, you know, uh, so I'll, that I mean, I call myself one because I've seen what I've seen. But, yeah, I'll say the place is legit. I mean, do you think that this uh, glass shattering was a paranormal thing? Possibly. Uh You'd have to be there in person to really experience it. To to give a definitive answer, like yes, this is real, you'd have to be there. Mm, what do you think, Pat? So I'm gonna say, uh, first of all, all this stuff about the witchcraft and stuff like that. Obviously, as someone that has practiced before, mm-hmm. I will tell you that there's nothing paranormal about it. I mean, it's well, seriously that, like going I, to church, like praying. Well, I don't know that this is like true witches, pagan. I'm thinking more Satan people people devil even satan even people that worship satan um if you went to one of their rituals which i'm not telling people to do that but if you did (laughs) um 
seriously it's, let's go pat it's like going to church though it's like it's the same kind of feel it they're not doing anything crazy there like well, i'm just saying where you're summoning demons people, and stuff well like there that. might have been people doing such things there maybe they weren't legit but no. let me ask you this with like say say like a satan worshippers like you said people in black cloaks whatever hoods do you think sometimes they go to places to purposefully invoke something to make a place haunted, even though no. it didn't start out that way? No, I, I don't think they have the power to do that. I mean, or well, they think they have the power? Maybe, but I don't think that they do. I mean, so yeah. So then I'm going to get into specifics about this particular one. So they were actually doing work on the place yes. at that time. I'm believing that something that they were doing while working could have caused the doors to open like that and the glass to shatter. I don't think it's anything crazy out of the ordinary that while you have workers there, doors flew open for some reason and glass shattered. That doesn't seem like That's fair. so out of the ordinary. The only reason that I would question it is because they did. Like the workers themselves weren't like, oh man, we messed up. Yeah, but you when know? you're doing this kind of thing, there's teams of people. So you're not talking like five people are going to convert a place from apartments to hotel. <laughs> it's a big crew. It yeah. is you're a big talking crew. a huge That's crew true. of people that aren't always working together. They're doing their own things. And some of the times one of the teams is doing something that could be counterproductive to another team as yeah, well. Different well, departments. I would yeah, exactly. I deal with this all the time at work. Yeah. <laughs> we have different departments. Yeah. And you ever have a situation where it's like yeah, they do something that messes with you? Yeah, you're working on top of you? each other yeah. and they're blocking you from what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, yeah so absolutely. I just want you to imagine- Okay, doors fly open and there is glass on either side and it literally, they say, simultaneously just shatters forward as if something was like hit it and made it shatter. And you wouldn't be like, what just did that? Well, the doors hitting the hitting the place could do that, can well, cause the I'll things tell you to what, shatter. Rebecca, I've heard a story similar to this. We're going to get local here in Illinois on Haunted Archer Avenue mm. across from what was used to be the Willowbrook Ballroom. Oh, okay, yeah. It's yeah. uh, an Irish pub now called Irish Legend. Yeah, I used oh, to go yeah, there when it was been... Mannions. It had a, b- a billion I've different names. I've heard their stories, yeah. yeah. One of the stories I heard is when they were turning it into like a pizza joint into an Irish pub, they had some contractors in there, guys doing construction, and whatever they seen, whatever they saw, these are like five grown adult men came running out of there screaming like little yeah. kids. Yeah. Whatever, you know, yeah. they've seen or experienced. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not done. There's going to be more from these guys. So, okay. So let's let's rate it. Let's give okay. a rating for this. This We're just talking about this glass shattering. All right. right? So we're going to start with you, Mike. Uh, zero to 10. How haunted do you think this, this particular piece of evidence is? Well, since I've never been there, I'll say, I'll just cut it down the middle. Five. Give it a five. How about right. for you, Pat? I'm, I'm going to go zero. I'm going to go zero. All right. <laughs> no surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to give this one, I'm going to give it a six. A so six. a little okay. low for me because I do think it's a little weird and they say it's creepy. However, I also can understand that it is work. And if I'm a contractor and that happened, I might be like, yeah, it was the ghost that yeah. did it. You know, I like mean, I, the, I can see that. The stories are cool, but they sound like any other haunted castle story you've heard about. Well, I mean, but that doesn't, I mean, yeah, but that's what haunted castles do. That's to me, that's what makes them more. All right. Okay. Well, let's go. Let's, let's keep going here. So our second piece of evidence that this place is haunted is mysterious noises. So reports of strange noises were, um, her, basically are heard all over the building. Right. And certainly during this construction and actually to this day, 
Um, but let's go specifically during this construction. So tools and supplies would randomly go missing. Electrical work had his mind of its own. But <laughs> when go when workers started seeing ghost like figures, they refused they refused to work on the house anymore after dark. Um, so there were night watchmen that would come in and they also reported hearing moaning sounds and what sounded like people marching on the roof. Um, allegedly one of the nightmen narrowly survived to fall through the roof after investigating this mysterious marching. So the workmen would hear strange noises and see creepy things. So they were like, nope, we're not going to work at night anymore. So then they would have people come in, watch the place and they also heard things. And in fact, one of them almost died while investigating. Ooh, so okay. we got marching, moaning, mysterious noises. What do you think, Mike? Can I make a joke here? Uh, sure. Uh, so, you know, strange noise. Maybe it was a wind jammer. Do you know what that is? No, it sounds like a fart. And we're not allowed to talk about farts on the oh, show. I don't know. You got to hear my punchline. <laughs> you could say it, okay. yeah. <laughs> wind jammer. The agonizing screams of a trapped herd. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Maybe it was a wind jammer. I don't know. No, we had a bad review once that said that all we talk about is farts, farts, farts. Yeah, oh, so on. we like Said it three fart, times fart, in a row. funny. Farts, farts, farts. <laughs> if you can't laugh at one, come on, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the noises and the... Again, you got to be there to, in person to to really give a true, honest opinion. So I mean, it, it could be anything. Um I'm gonna, I think I'll do a four on this one. Four. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So um, I'm going to say that I I think maybe these people just didn't want to work at night. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they, I mean, they wanted to go home to their families, which is, you know, I mean, I think they should be able to. And then they hired these night watchmen to do it. The night watchmen didn't want to be there. Well, that's kind of their job, though. If, if your job title is night watchmen. Yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into. You should. Yeah. You yeah. should. I, I'm going to say that <laughs> I I I don't believe any of this, but I'm going to go a one because um, I would need more information to go off of on this. I would need some pictures, some videos, and this is in the 70s, so in, people didn't carry around a video camera with them at not. all times. So uh, I'm giving this one uh, an eight. An eight. Yeah. Again, there are so many reports of. Um, sounds uh all over um and the fact that there were two different groups of people i mean again it goes to me it's like these contractors then lost money they lost money by not working more so the fact that they were like nope we don't care if we're gonna lose money like this place is crazy and we we just we won't do it so um and then the fact that the people came that came in at night um kept hearing the same same stuff Super freaky to me. So. Well, also the sounds about it, uh, the sounds in the place could be because it is an older house and they were also doing construction on it. And I know that you said that the sounds persist, but some of the construction that they did could have caused that. Like a house settles and stuff. So I guess I just go with these are experts who've been, this is what they do. So I would imagine they can tell the difference between like, yeah, that's just the house settling and no, that sounds like a person walking up. But have they ever Ooh, get out? <laughs> That's just a house. But have they ever done anything? The old wooden floors on this scale, though. That's I, the question. We don't I know, ask them. but I mean, so there's a lot more information I need. So that's why I'm uh, willing to go to a one. All on right, this. thank you. Okay, so now evidence number three. 
and I love this. The article from Exemplar um, calls it a time slip. Oh, <laughs> from the, the time movie. War. Yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> time slip. Um, okay. In recent years, so if you wanted the room number, it's 117. Room 117 is the room that you want to ask for. Has acquired the reputation of being the most haunted after guests have reported seeing ghostly ding, 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 apparitions and even a possible time slip during their stay there. One guest woke in the middle of the night after sensing someone was standing next to his bed. He could make out a shadowy figure in the gloom and switched on the bedside light. He then saw standing beside the bed what he described as a 19th century gentleman in evening dress. He noted that the room had also changed shape. The ghost stood motionless until the guest leaped out of bed in fright and the spirit just melted away into the ether and the room reconfigured itself back to its correct shape. Inquiries later revealed that the configuration seen by the guest was, in fact, the original layout of the room before the refurbishment of the house, although the identity of the ghost remains unknown. Hmm. That sounds pretty cool. So, I mean, it, it has a reputation of like a 1408 Yeah, it sounds like something out of a movie. You know, where, uh, which is like a Stephen King short story slash movie, um, where the room just kind of like, it's almost like a black hole-ish kind of place that weird things happen. Um, a portal? A portal, yeah. yeah. So... What do you think? I think it's microclimate. Microclimate, yeah. <laughs> that sounds just so good to be true, like something out of a movie. Uh, so I'll be fair again. I'll say five. All right. Uh, I'm going to say that um, it's interesting that this person woke up to this. Uh, and a lot of times when you're half asleep, you're still half in dream world. And... What? Why are you giving me that look? Like I mean, that? I'm sorry, but this is this is a bit beyond dream world. But well, I think that you could be in a state where you are half dreaming, half awake. Okay. And I don't think that that you're, happens yeah, often. Like your subconscious is awake. Yeah, exactly. Like you're forced to wake up, but you don't want to wake up, and your eyes still haven't totally adapted and stuff like that. And that's where I'm going to go on this one with my flawed skeptic. Yeah, that is definitely some flawed skeptic logic. I have never ever what? woken up from like. You know, half woken up and, and like completely imagined that I was in a different right. when space I was younger, that happens to look like the space used to look. When I was younger, <laughs> I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I got to find this thing. And I was in my boxers, ran outside into the bushes. And you remember where I used to live, right? It was a, it was a West Lawn. Yeah, it Kinda. was a, it was a corner house. So uh, there was traffic going down both streets and I'm in my boxers going through a bush. And I'm like, I got to find this. I got to find this. And it wasn't until I was like, I got to find this. What do I got to find? Wait, what? What? What am I doing out here? And then I realized I was still sleeping. Oh, yeah. So, for but me, you didn't see people. Yeah, but still, I could have, you know. <laughs> for me, like, uh, if I have a real early call, I got to be downtown at like 6 a.m. My alarm will go off, say, 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. My brain is still sleeping. I'm still in that dream, but my body's moving. And like, I'll get up out of bed because my alarm is loud. I'll get up out of bed to mm. turn it off and my legs just kind of fold underneath me and I'm like <laughs> falling on the floor like like noodles. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> like bones or no bones. Day. Bones or no bones. All right, so I'm going to go I'm going to have to go a little bit higher on this one because again, no pictures, no video. 
I don't have enough information to go on. This is one person saying this, so I'm going to go a two on this one. All right. So, I mean, there are other reports. I'm just giving this as an example of these reports. Okay. Okay. Um, So, yeah, this to me is another eight. Seriously, like, again, super freaky. It's always this room. Um, Again, it's it's there's always creepy stuff. This is probably the creepiest of the things that happened in this room. But the fact that it's just like a regular thing that people are like heard weird things, saw weird things. And this particular thing seems very weird to me. Just like a weird well, little time slip. I do. I agree with that. Like it's just super crazy. I always go with the simplest, building. simplest possible reason is the reason. And the simplest possible thing is the person is still half asleep. All right. All right. Let's I think, go. I think we can't avoid it. We just got to break out in song and do time warp. We do. I know. It's just, it's up to the- Sorry, okay. uh, all right. Uh, all right. Here we go. Another piece of evidence. The manager at Oakley Court reports that to this day, some staff will not go into one of the upstairs rooms, <clears throat> 117, due to an oppressive atmosphere and a feeling of being continually watched. Guests have complained about knocks on their bedroom doors in the middle of the night and when checking have found no one there. That was what I based my story in. So, again, just it's a common like it's again, it's not just like one person. Lots of uh, people, com- you know, complain. I mean, I'm assuming it's the same room. It could be a different one. But I, I, I would believe it's that. The same. For sure. So. So where are you at with this one then? With the don't go in the room, I uh, bump it up to seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say to this one that it's very interesting about the. Um, getting the feeling that people are watching you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there have been studies done with things like this. Certain medication can cause this. Um, some other things can cause this too. Lighting can cause this. Uh, sometimes even the color of the walls can cause more of a feeling of this. I'm not saying cause this extreme of it, but it can. So I'm just going to put that out there that it is a possibility that it it is environmental factors involved in this that can that can cause this. Um, I've read up on a lot of different studies with these kind of things, and it just seems very interesting to me this idea. And like the guests complaining about the knocks on their bedroom door in the middle of the night, um, you know, that I mean, there's 119 rooms there. It could be kids playing tricks. It could be. Something it could be creaks in you know the wall. I've I've heard knocks, especially when just waking up, uh, where I'm in a situation where there couldn't be knocks, where there's nobody else there, and it's just because of just waking up and stuff like that. So again, I'm going to go with that, but I'm going to say there could be some environmental reasons that are causing the lights, and I'm going to go zero on this one. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm giving this one a seven as well. Uh, this seems um, really like. Again, how the fact that it's just the one room, not the others, that it's multiple people. They're not all on the same medication. They're not all imagining well, it. You said so. it was staff, right? And staff. Staff also feel freaked out going in this I'd be room. More, I would trust staff over say, I like mean, a patron. Right, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying that it is um, medication necessarily, but I'm saying that that is one of the reasons. There are other factors. But there could be environmental reasons as far as lighting, mm-hmm. as far as atmosphere goes and as far as the colors of the walls the colors of the ceilings the color of the furniture all of these things can add to this kind of thing so it just kind of all goes together yeah i mean i've actually seen a story where somebody had 
redesigned their house and one room was feeling that way. Mm -hmm. So they redid that room and then they never felt that way again. Don't they call it feng shui? <laughs> no, seriously. It's, no, it's seriously, the opposite though. of feng shui. Well, feng shui is supposed to, they, they had to aesthetically do feng shui. be pleasing yeah, to your so that's eyes, the opposite of it. It's, oh, okay. it's the opposite of it. It's feeling of not feeling. Well, no, he's saying that you have to use feng shui in order to, to yeah. fix, fix it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but to me, that's, yeah, because, right, that's, yeah. Anyways. I mean, I painted my walls like kind of like ocean blue in my living room, our bedroom, just to kind of be like down. relaxing and yeah. calming. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I did a purple once. I, that was that I really. It was like a bluish purple. That's yeah, nice calming color. Mm. It makes a difference. We, <laughs> sometimes yellow actually, um, but it doesn't cause knocking. Well, the, it can. Well, okay. So the knocking is with the guests, by the way, that are staying there one night. Yes, they're already creeped out. They don't know the sounds of the hotel. Uh, that makes weird sounds. That could be creaking, could be other other things. It could be a lot of different factors involved with the knocking. That's why I'm going to go zero. But it would zero. happen all the time. Anyways, all right. All right. I'm going to go zero because there's nothing substantial enough here to say <laughs> that there is anything. I'm going seven because this one is, I think so. Okay. Okay, we got one more. Okay. We got one more. We said we're going back to TripAdvisor. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is a TripAdvisor review. Um, okay. My girlfriend and I spent a sleepless night in the hotel after both independently experiencing a bizarre, cold, and uncomfortable presence in room 337. So I don't know. Now we've got different room numbers going on here um, for most of the night. I considered asking the duty manager on uh, to check out if there had been similar complaints or sightings, but decided I might be laughed at. Needless to say, we were astounded when we got home and Googled Oakley Court Hotel haunting. If you are ever, sorry, if you are looking for an authentic murder mystery night venue then I recom highly recommend, sorry, then I recommend highly. Other than the above issue, the staff were very pleasant, but definitely a four star, not a five star. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. But, okay, so it sounds like they, uh, they both independently experienced a bizarre, cold, and uncomfortable presence in their room for most of the night. That's mm -hmm. their, and they, they claim that they did not know it was haunted before they stayed there. Okay. See, to me, you know what makes a place really scary is like, okay, you might see something, experience something, and then it's just over in a blink of a second. What makes a place real scary is if that spirit that you see comes home with you. Ooh, that does. Mm -hmm. That would spirit be scary. Attachment. That's scary. Yeah. So if, if this place doesn't have that reputation, then yeah, I'd go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if it's just like something you can experience well, and Waverly then leave Hills it there. Has, has the exact thing you're talking about. They, I, I think a little bit, but the place that's really known for it, where I've been twice, is Bobby Mackey's, also in Kentucky. Oh, okay, nice. And there, it's very well known that uh, the spirits come home with you, but nothing's come home with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, so that would make me nervous. What are your thoughts about the TripAdvisor review? Yeah, what do you oh, think? I'd say it's legit, yeah. Yeah, all mm -hmm. right. What number would you give it? Let's go seven again. All right, seven. All right. What do you think, Pat? So actually, um, so this place has three factors in it that people usually associate with haunted places. It is old. Yep. Not old by English standards. No, though, no. But old for us. Yes. You know, um, it is a castle yeah, kind of thing. Kind of. And um, and that it is gothic. Yeah, it's like a gothic, gothic revival-ish kind of, yeah. Well, it was built in the 1800s, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it still has that gothic look. Yeah, yeah. it does. So it, it has this kind of element that makes you want 
it to be haunted, first of all. <laughs> I don't know if people want it to be haunted. Some I, people do. I think they do. I think they're... If they're curious like me, they want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think they feel encouraged by it. But let me keep going all with right. this idea. TripAdvisor has over 3,000 reviews for this particular hotel. Mm-hmm. This is one of the only ones that talk about any kind of ghost. And also, too, if I was at a place that I had a sleepless night and I am rating this hotel, I would not give it four out of five stars. Right. I would give it like a one star then. Like, couldn't sleep. Something was there. <laughs> I mean, why would they give it four out of five stars? Maybe, um, maybe the ghost was nice and they had tea. Yeah, maybe, you know. I, well, I'm guessing, obviously, they, you know, they enjoyed it. No, uh, it didn't seem like it. They had a bizarre, it. cold, and uncomfortable presence in room. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't they seem like a pleasant be, experience to me. I don't know. They, they, Other than that, they thought they, well, you know, I mean, okay. But like, how many times have you given a place like a little bit more decent review because the staff were really great and you don't want to like mess up the place and you think it would be good for some things like a murder mystery night? Yeah, I might go up to a three, but a four, <laughs> a four out of five stars. They they took away one star because they couldn't sleep. But again, once they found out it was haunted, they were like, got it. That was cool. Didn't bring anything home with me. Yeah. You know, it. that's fun. That could be fun for people. So I'm going to say, first of all, that they went into this. Maybe they didn't know it was haunted, but maybe they knew of the history of the horror films or something like yeah, that. I don't know. But e- even if they didn't, they went into an old castle looking place that has this gothic feel that kind of gives to that that well, you want it to be well, they haunted. are british so they are polite yeah i'm not sure if they are british though <laughs> but the area there is british yeah. so i mean the ghosts are probably british so maybe yeah. they are polite ghosts yeah, except like cheerio yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um so you know i'm sorry i i just don't buy into this when all of the other trip advisory reviews are talking about how elegant this place is and how great it is and comfortable it is. We get this one over here that gives it four out of five stars, but it's haunted. We couldn't sleep. Come on. So you're giving it a zero. A zero. Okay. Zero. Zero. Yeah. All right. Well, I am giving it a seven as well. This, uh, yeah, definitely up there. There's no reason. I, I don't mean like, Yeah. I mean, it's just like you said, like not everybody says it's haunted. So when someone does, I take that a little seriously. Uh, out of 3,100 and something reviews, <laughs> one Well, person. other people may not have mentioned it because, again, people think you're crazy, which is they were worried about that. But it gets four out of five stars anyways. Yeah, so. but why Like, why mention that? Like, Maybe if, they were thrilled by like, it. Why like, why make it up? Scared, yeah. But then that they thought about it no. before they wrote the review and they were like, that was actually awesome. Yeah, exactly. No, not buying it. Not buying <laughs> it. Why would they make it up? So, okay, so now we need to do the overall ratings. Well, okay, yes, yes. Overall, how haunted would you say this place is? Uh, one through ten. Or zero, zero through ten. Six. 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 Okay. All right. Rebecca, where are you at? Uh, I'm at a seven. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe if I could do a 7.5, I would. You can't. You just can't do the <laughs> square point. Square root of 12? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. You could do square square root of 12 No, I would not want. do. No, yeah, definitely not that. Um, <laughs> if you no. want to go that, that <laughs> you low with it. Your ratings, like the guy, uh, what's that guy from Barstool Sports with the pizzas? 7.4. Yeah, no, we don't no. we don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so I'm I'm gonna give it a seven. How about you? Okay, I'm gonna give it a one total because I'm just averaging out. That's what I do at That's the end here. That's what you do. So that brings us to our closing arguments. This is our last chance to convince you to vote our way. We are each given one minute of uninterrupted time 
I'm going to time Rebecca and Rebecca is going to time both of us because uh, in the Skeptics Day episode, she didn't even time herself. She just totally like just the timer went off. She didn't care. So she likes to fib about stuff. That was one time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One that I caught you in. <laughs> um, so who wants to go first? Uh, I don't. Uno momento. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. I okay. Guess. All right. Here's one minute. Oh, you want to? T- you yeah. can time them. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Sure. I don't, okay. I don't know what I'm going to say. I said, do you sure. want? I mean, I do you want me to go first, just so I. No, uh, hear sixty this seconds. Way? I could say something. Rebecca, why don't, why don't you go first? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You'll be ready. All right, and go. All right. So I believe that Oakley Court is haunted uh people we have had some episodes lately where there have not been a lot of evidence and maybe it's been a little weird this place this place lots of tragedy lots of stuff happening there um people in cloaks i don't even know but the big thing is lots of sightings noises construction workers terrified leaving uh glass breaking um visitors of a you know a gentleman ghost and time slips um we got knocking on doors and no one there we got moaning we got footsteps ghostly figures all of the classic things all there i mean this is a place that was meant for spookiness um yeah, this place is haunted. All right. You got done a little bit early there. I didn't need the whole minute. That's how haunted this place is. All right. Mike, you ready? Sure. <laughs> All right. Go. Yeah, I'll say the place is most likely legit, but with uh, you know any haunted location, you got to go in person and experience it for yourself. Most likely, you'll have some kind of experience or encounter with something and, uh, you know, Nine times out of ten, you'll maybe you'll see or hear something there, but to know for sure, you got to just go there. So if you're ever in England, make sure you stop at Oakley Court, and uh, don't forget to listen to the last three rows of horror podcast. Oh, he <laughs> sneaks it in. Yeah, All right. <laughs> All right, Pat, are you ready? I am ready. Yeah. Okay, and go. All right. So we have a classic Gothic style country house. Um, the idea of that makes you think it's spooky, makes you think it's creepy. Uh, it is older. Like if it was here in the United States, we would consider this an old building. But there it's like more modern, actually. Um, but uh, that would make you feel that way. And then um, given all the, the horror films that they filmed there, it would make you think something, too. But I, I'm just going to tell you that none of this evidence seems anything out of the ordinary. Um, the guy waking up, he was waking up. You know, the TripAdvisor one, that is the most ridiculous one because there is 3,100 reviews on there plus. And out of all of them, you have one person that says something and they give it such a high rating. That's ridiculous. And peace out. <laughs> oh, he's running out of time. So he wanted to just... Actually, I had like eight seconds Yeah, left. I know. So that's why you had to stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I want to thank everyone so much for listening. I want to thank... Mike Morrissey for coming on the show. My pleasure. Uh, where can they find Last Three Rows of Horror? Social media, Instagram. What Facebook. What is it on social media? Uh, it's all, just Last Three Rows of Horror podcast. Okay. You look us up on Google, you'll find us. We're, we do the Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, Listen to I, you and all the things. Yeah, iTunes and Spotify. Mm-hmm. You guys have an email address they can send something to? We do. I always get it wrong. Uh, 
if you just Googled us, you'll find ways to get okay. to get all of us. You can message us on Facebook. There you go. Nice. That goes straight to me. Okay. And as well as Instagram. And uh, big shout out to my co-host, Sal and Sam. Last three rows of horror podcast. <laughs> he says the horror very carefully. Yeah. Horror. horror. Yeah. So do you have any... Um, like episodes yeah, coming up. So we got you... some really cool upcoming stuff. We're gonna do. Uh, we've already we recorded one episode about, about uh, the Warrens and the Conjuring yeah, universe. Yeah, We're gonna do maybe right. two more. And uh, upcoming ideas. We we want to do an episode on horror movie posters and oh, nice. previews. Ooh, excellent. Like yeah. what you know, what triggers us with posters and previews that gets us interested in the history of like the most well known posters and previews. What would That's, you say is one of the most yeah. well known? As if far he, as previews, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. There's a Japanese film out there called House or Hausa, oh. and it's just freaky and weird. Mm-hmm. That's very trippy. Uh, and then for like a poster, long time ago, I saw. I think it was an Italian one sheet of Return of the Living Dead, and it, it was really cool looking. It had Le- the actress Linnea nice. Quigley on there, mm-hmm. uh, dancing on the the tombstone. It was, it was. I it think lo- it looked awesome. I think The Exorcist had a really good poster. Absolutely, that's my favorite film of all time. Especially yeah. the red, the red one where it's like in red. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that's really creepy. I mean, so I agree. I mean, like I think any of us that are a little bit older, especially, have an I a memory of looking at DVD covers yeah. or VHS covers. The artwork, and that's how you pick your horror movie. Absolutely. And to this day, I mean, you're looking at trailers, you're looking at the mm. screenshot on Netflix or whatever it is, you know, and that's how you pick your movie. Yeah. I mean, those are those are look the at, big selling like, techniques. Uh, look at like Evil Dead. The skull oh, yeah. with the eyeballs. Oh, right. yeah. Everyone's yeah. seen that and was like, I want to see that I movie. I want to see that yeah. movie. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's the best. That's exciting. I'm, I'm super excited to listen. Oh, thank you. That. Absolutely. So, that's All great. Right. So, please share us with your friends and family as word of mouth is our best advertisement. Remember yes, to tell hit a that, friend. Tell yeah. a friend to tell a friend yes. that Ghostly is still here. Yes. Can I do a, still a, quick, doing our thing. a quick shout out? Yeah. So, if you like horror movies and cool haunted stuff, there's a convention coming up in mm. uh rosemont illinois and it does tour all over the country it's days of the dead oh cool oh, and that's cool. may 13 14 15 i'm gonna go the 14th okay and uh if you look up days of the dead chicago you can see all the guests that are gonna be there there's q a panels costume uh contest tattoo contest and i think they're gonna start having live music too oh right. wow that's awesome. cool thank you i also want to encourage everyone to go take the listener survey um, if you do the listener survey, we are giving away a free t-shirt to one lucky person. And if you fill it out by the end of April, which you still have time, uh, your one submission counts as two. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I'm going to put a link in the show notes of this episode. I forgot Thank to you. do that last time. So, I mean, obviously, again, if you remember nothing else, go to ghostlypodcast.com. It's all there, but, uh, you can also look at your phone right now in the show notes. And there's going to be a link yeah. to fill out the poll, or sorry, to fill out, we'll fill out the survey and to vote in the polls. We need more voting. Yeah. But in order to win in the listener survey yes. thing, you have to have your email address and name. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We wouldn't know how to contact you. Yeah. Otherwise. If you don't enter your EI, yeah, your name and email, I mean, you can choose not to. If you want to be anonymous, that's fine. But then we can't en- enter you in the, yeah, in the contest. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we do have some of our VIP patrons, which we consider to be like producers of Ghostly. Absolutely. Uh, we have Becky, Natalie, Ta, Ernie, Marisol, Shayla, Cindy, Nicole, Darnay, Jessica, Sarah, Linda, Alice, Austin, Hope. And Candy, and actually also 
Uh, Aaron. Aaron, yeah. Yes. Aaron just got added. So, uh, so we will be talking about the Lee family curse on the next episode that comes out on May 11th. Um, did you watch a lot of Bruce Lee movies? Oh, the that that Lee family. Yeah, yeah that uh, Lee family. Yeah, of course. I grew up on those. I know Brandon Lee's work. And yeah, so what do you think? You think the it's cursed? Their family cursed? I wouldn't say. I'd say maybe set up. Like, set up. Ooh. Oh, okay. Chinese mob. Ooh, okay. Whoa, well, that's yeah. gonna be interesting. Interesting. Yeah, or just Bruce was allergic to whatever drug he took, for like a pain reliever. Yeah. Well, but Brandon know. died but Brandon, too, though. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to be talking about that. It comes out May 11th. And until then, stay ghostly. Bye. Thank you.